everybody. Welcome to Baron's House of Chaos. I'm Chris. And I'm Kat. And this is Baron's House of Chaos. Or should I say, Baron's House of Enlightenment. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Today's going to be a good show. Yeah, so why don't you give the disclaimer, baby? All right. So as most of our listeners know, but for all the new ones, we have... Two cats, two dogs, and a partridge in a pear tree. So at any time during the show, you may hear barking, belching, snoring, farting, licking sounds. One of our cats likes to get at one of the extra mics and purr into yeah. it. So any sound that could possibly come from a fur baby, it could possibly be one of our four fur babies. Or it could be me. It could be you. Yeah. You you like to belch. Yeah, sometimes I'm drinking in the my show. Pepsis. You're not allowed to belch. <laughs> and but, I had pizza. Uh, oh God. So it's gonna be Double pizza whammy. Pepsi burps. Double whammy. So, yeah. So, uh, the couple of them are already in here. Sanchez is over here. I think he's kind of settled down yeah. for the moment. Good. So, we can we can hope. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. I'm excited for today. I know. Show. I am, too. I'm I know you I'm are. Totally I'm totally excited about this. is all this. I've heard about all week. Uh, today's guest is the writer and creator of a hot new graphic novel, Tales to Enlighten. Along with James Edward Clark, the artist, they kickstarted this book. In, and they made it in six hours. That's, that's six phenomenal. hours. That's phenomenal. So please welcome to the House of Chaos, Matt King. Hey. Hello, Matt. Was... Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> doing that's all right. Nice, very nice intro. Thank you. Yeah. Glad no, to be here. It, I, I spent many hours writing that. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't really. But uh, Matt, I'm going to start off right, right away. My first question. <laughs> all right. Are you going to be funny? Hit me. All right. all right. With all the artists that you've worked with on this book, who was your favorite pinup artist and why was it me? <laughs> it it would have been you if you would have gotten on the ball. We could have gotten your we could have gotten your pinup in the book instead of just the digital edition. Ooh, I know. Trust and me, Matt. I've been all over him about that, <laughs> dude. I bugged you for you knew it was coming. Come on. I know. I you know, Matt. The whole thing was is when you started. You know, at first you you threw out some names I was like totally unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you said Shaky Kane. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do it. And the weir- and I'm going to tell you the worst part is I I very got into him very late. I got a monster truck book. It's like this little sideways book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the landscape side. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And after that, I got the uh, the bulletproof uh, bulletproof coffin disinterred, and then the bulletproof coffin, and it, it, he was amazing. And sure. So, that's, and- so bulletproof coffin is probably my favorite comic ever uh and what so, i love the disinterred one where they take it all apart mm-hmm. and put it back together again was amazing so yeah I, and then i saw ramon villalobos i saw um <laughs> now too many to even comprehend but i mean it was just amazing and and we've talked you and i've emailed and i i, I chickened out i was like i can't do this so i mean i apologize you don't have to apologize. Oh. I wanted to have you. I wanted to have you in there, man. Come on. It was, you should have done it, but we'll get you on the next one. <laughs> That's oh, trust right. me. Trust me. I have a horse whip. That is one of the things I keep in the podcast studio. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'll be right behind him in his studio with cracking that whip on him. He He's not going right. to miss the next one. I'll make sure. I mean, 
I mean, I think we printed maybe a hundred and 120 pinups in there. Some of them are, um, some artists are multiple. Right. Um, but, um, and then in the digital one, we had like another hundred or something. I mean, yeah. you don't think you can fit, you don't think you can fit somewhere in the spectrum there. <laughs> I know he can. Cause I'm one of his of biggest course. fans. I, I, I wanted, can. I, oh my I wanted to dig out your books before I would talk to you, but I just didn't have the time. Uh, I just, I mean, I remember they were crazy, the wild shit. I, I mean, I loved it. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let, let's not talk about my wild and crazy shit. Let's talk about your wild and crazy shit here. Um, all right. All right. And this starts out like four years ago, right? So yeah. Somewhere like, in um, yeah, more. Four, yeah, four and a half years. Something like, it was like May of 2017. Okay. Wow. Because I so, saw... I started following, I saw your stuff on Tumblr. It just kind of came by my whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, wow, this is this is wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, you know, it looks like something right up my alley. So I was like, all right, I'm going to follow this guy. I have no idea about him. I mean, I see uh, pictures of comic book stuff. I see uh, photoshopped um, stock photography. Yep. T-shirts, mixtapes, which we're <laughs> going to talk about too. I want to talk about all this stuff. So what caught what what caught your eye was James Edward Clark's artwork. I mean that that must that must have grabbed you at first, yes. Because I mean, it, it being like, I've never worked with anybody. I've always mm-hmm. written and drawn. So I mean, so seeing this, I I thought this was you because it's all okay. under the Mega Trip thing. So sure. I was like, hey, sure. all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this guy out. <laughs> and um so i mean so kind of give us like a a little thing on how you like you started i mean like you you had an idea for this or how did you come about with all this so this started probably uh march or april of 2017 um well even before that on tumblr i used to follow james edward clark i think he's a phenomenal artist i've been into his stuff um forever i mean for years previous to this i used to get commissions from him okay. um and we we would talk and and then he started posting um pages from a zine that someone had commissioned him to draw like an eight page zine i'm not exactly sure i think it was like eight pages okay and uh he was just doing it um like a page rate i was like shit let's <laughs> make a comic and i'll just pay after every page i'll pay him and, um, so the idea was to do a 22 or 24 page bootleg Marvel comic okay. with a couple, a couple of the characters in this book you might recognize. Right. And then, um, as things usually go in my life, I'm not satisfied with, uh, without multiplying the project by a hundred. <laughs> so next thing you know, I have him draw about like 160 pages. And then at the same time, I'm commissioning or my friends are drawing backup stories for me. Right. And I'm commissioning pinups from, you know, a few people. Right. And then the book is too big to fit everything in it. So all the backups, my, my one buddy, Dave Gordon, he drew um, a five page backup story for me that's in the book. Right. But everybody else, we're rolling it into um, the book two that we're going to do called Tales to Enlighten the new Testament. Oh. And, um, so nice. we're going to have like another 
23 stories or something. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> so now, so now you went from being now you normally, I, you're a roofer, right? Or yeah. And so now you've become that and a publishing magnet. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> there, there is a certain amount of, um, work trying to put all this, there's a lot of moving parts. You know, if it was just me and James, that was one thing, but then I have a bunch of fake ads in this book that required, uh, my brother who is a a graphic designer and a Photoshop King. Um, so he, I, I enlisted him. Um, I said, my buddy Dave Gordon did a backup story for me. I, uh, my other buddy, Travis, he, he pulled this whole thing together after James was finished and just, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people, you know, it's, I might be the ring, the ringmaster, but <laughs> hey. I don't know if I'm the leader. Well, I'll, I'll, I gotta give it to you. Cause I mean, that's the thing like, uh, with my book, the astronaut, I was, I'm putting, I've got it together. I got a copy of it from Kablam and I put okay. all the issues together into one book. You know, okay, so a collection. Yeah. And of four uh, I, four issues or five issues? I forget. It's four issues. That one's four okay. issues. Yep. And um I'm sitting there going like, you know, oh, I gotta start, you know, maybe talk to people and, and st- start seeing, you know, uh who can I get to do some pinups for it or mm-hmm. maybe some like a weird alternate cover. Um once again, uh going back to Tumblr for a second, about the same time I started following you, I started following Andrew Buck. I knew you were going to say that. I listened because I'm a megalomaniac. <laughs> I listened to the previous. I listened to the previous two podcasts of yours. Really, I was just kind of fast forwarding to hear what you had to say about me. Oh, and that's all right. But but I heard you mention Andrew on both of those, and I just knew you were going to say him. Yes, he's fantastic. He is, and uh, my wife was just flipping through, and she pointed out the uh, the uh, I guess it's like almost like the Kirby tribute from Machine Man. Mm-hmm. That the doubles page spread he did. I know it's amazing. It's like the last one, the last pinup in the book, right? Yeah. yeah. And she was, she just looked at it and she was like, "Wow, you know." I mean, it, and and that's the thing is that I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna see if I can get him to do something," and you know, I'll try. And then you know, starting to start put things together, I think somehow my brain was my brain waves were reaching out to you, and I'm not saying that you were getting a headache. But I mean, I can, I could have, uh, as you were going along and giving like updates and, fo- you know, following your newsletter and stuff, you know, you're like, you know, sure. this is a lot of stuff to put together and bought. And I started, I, I started once again, getting cold feet and I was like, oh, maybe I'm just going to put these four issues out and that's it. And that'll be it. And I'll be done. Correct. Do this. <laughs> you can do it, man. You can oh. do it. That's what I keep telling him. But I mean, dude, I, I I love that book. It's crazy. Like I said, I just wanted to peek it, peek at it before I got on with you. I didn't have oh. time, but I remember, like, uh, my you blew my mind. So I mean, come on. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Um, okay, so now, uh, t- actually talking about 2017, right? Yeah. Well, and and now I want to kind of talk, I guess, about your brother a little bit because that was the that was like I said, that was one of the things in those ads is that the stock photography stuff. Mm-hmm. I, it just grabbed me because I I love <laughs> retro stuff, and and I want to know like is it 
Matt, I'm not exactly sure how old you are. And I don't, if you, you know, if you don't want to throw that out there, but I'm like, I'm 50 years old. So I have a whole span of like stupid crap in my head. Same here, brother. Okay. And so it, it's nice to see someone who's actually on that same brainwave, I guess. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I was everything you put out. I was like, oh, this is calling to me. This is, mm-hmm. this is, it, it, I mean, it was crazy, but I mean, so, right. so I mean, when he, did you just kind of give him carte blanche and go like, Hey, here's some stuff, here's some stuff, here's some stuff. Just go crazy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to rein in those siblings sometimes. I know that poor kid, man. I mean, he's so good at his, at his job. I gave him all the copy. I gave him every image. Um, so let's say the mixtape ad in the back, there's, um, there's a a set of hands holding a a stack of cassettes. Yeah. That's, that's from an old, um, like Columbia record club ad or something, you know, 12, 12 tapes for a penny, you know, I used to have like 500 cassettes because of that. (laughs) I know a lot of them were terrible. I know. Yes. So that, so that's the actual photograph from that ad i think i ripped it off tumblr actually i I thought i was like i'm saving this for a rainy day there you go and and i said can you put my name the king megatrip name and some of the mixtape titles of the mixtapes i've done and you know begrudgingly he did it i mean (laughs) all i mean all of this stuff is um is lifted or referencing old ads that actually existed where i just change the images and I changed the copy, but right. it's, you know, the feel is supposed to, you know, the copy on, on that mixtape ad is supposed to be straight from a Columbia record club ad. Oh, I used to do the same thing. I came up with all these, uh, uh, one of the, my favorite things was, is that I did a, uh, I was in a band here in North Carolina called super fuzz and I was mm-hmm. the drummer at the time. And, uh, we were trying to think of posters and I took a, uh, the, uh, the guy who, the Muscle Beach guy. Sure. The Charles Atlas. Charles, guy. that's it. And I whited yeah. out all the words and I put in mm-hmm. like all this just weird crap about us. <laughs> and I mean, people, Hell yeah. and, and it was offensive because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an offensive person sometimes. Oh. And I mean, people would come to our shows and the, our, the doorman at the club we'd play at was so cool because he'd be like, listen, if you want to go and bitch at the band, you got to pay the door charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'd still have people coming in and when we got done playing, they'd yell at us or, you know, like for about two seconds and then leave. But they still we still got paid because, you know, he charged at the door. So. Right. But I right. used to love doing that stuff. So once again, kudos to him. If you want to give him a shout out or. Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. he's he's he has helped me tremendously over the years. You've seen my um, the T-shirt stuff I post. Yeah. I just, I just have the idea or the image and I give it to him and it's, then it's a real thing. You know, it's something you could buy. You know, we split, we split all the money on the t-shirt stuff. That's cool. But uh, on this stuff, um, these ads, I mean, some of these, some of the ads in here, like the Megaforce ad, uh, uh, you know, James obviously did the art, you know, I told him what I was looking for, but then, you know, I gave my brother the copy and we made it look as close to the original Megaforce ad (laughs) as possible, you know? (laughs) And then love it. And then there's the collage pages we did. Yes. Where, um, I, I spray painted the background and then gave 
my brother, like all the, the weird, um, all the elements you see on the page, I gave them to him and literally like drew stick figures and said, I want, you know, this building here. I want this burrito here. And, uh, you know, he gave me a, a pass and then he got busy. He has, you know, he's got a family, he's got three kids. Oh I mean, my gosh. I mean, he's straight up busy. So, um, this past year, my buddy, Travis Duda, who is a, uh, incredible graphic designer. He's on Instagram, uh, at hunchback graphics that's okay. him and um he took all of james's pages there was a uh, there's a bunch of typos or stuff i wanted to change right. or word balloons were too close to the gutter or too close to the outside page and when it, you know for trimming it would get trimmed off so we had to every page we we um we put some work into and then he took a pass on those collage pages and then he made my whole PDF, uh, the, the final print thing that I submitted to the, uh, the printers. I mean, That's amazing. he really dragged this, this book over the finish line. I don't have the technical know-how to do any of this. Oh. All I can say is, Here's my stick figure layout. Can you make this happen? <laughs> Man, and and that's, that was, that's been my problem because I mean, you know, I can, I can draw. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but all the other stuff, like when I, yeah. I started going to Gablam and they were like, well, you have to have it at 300 DPI. You have to do yep. this. And I was like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll, you give me a pencil and a pen and I'll do whatever I can, but you, you start throwing out all this like weird little technical things at me so that it's been a learning experience. I was just going to say, it's I, been I, quite a learning experience. <laughs> I got the feeling of that from you when you told me that you took the Charles Atlas ad and whited out the words. So. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what years are we talking about? I mean, that's the only way you could do it with a photocopier and the whiteout. Right? Yeah, this isn't like yeah. in the early 90s, 90s doing yeah. this stuff. Yeah, right. But right. I mean, and that's the thing too, is that it's, I went to school of visual arts for one year. It was a like a year long party. I didn't learn anything. It was terrible. <laughs> And so sure. everything else has just been, you know, as you go along and you follow different artists and stuff like that. And so speaking of artists, we're going to talk about James for a second. I mean, uh, his stuff, and I follow him now all over the place. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. just amazing to see his work. And I, and I, got a, I got a quick little thing for you here. He's Canadian, sure. right? Yes. All right. I'm going to, Matt, I'm going to ask you, which band am I going to read to you isn't Canadian? All right, I'm going to put your thinking cap on for this one. I hope you don't say Rush because I just was playing them when you called. <laughs> oh, well, no, I don't have Rush on the list because I thought that one would be too easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you ready? All right. We got sure. the Guess Who, Voivod, Nickelback, or Limp Biscuit. Gee, I would say Limp Biscuit, but that's just a guess. I don't know. You got it. It's Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Good All job. I can see is Fred Fred Durst's <laughs> stupid face and think, you know, he's got to be American. <laughs> oh man, that and that, and and that's the other thing that I, I love about Matt is that we're friends on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he's uh, I think he's just a, a liberal crazy like I am. Is he? Oh yeah, yeah. radical Marxist. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally enjoying <laughs> it. I I have a guy at work that calls me his favorite little communist. Yeah. 
So uh, I mean, I I could get in that into that all night, but <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what we're I'm, we're branching the show out for a little bit. Things I got like a horror thing. I love horror movies, so I'm, I've got a horror podcast. So if you ever like a, if you're a horror movie person, we can always talk again. Or you know, I've got some that I just want to sit for five minutes and bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that'd be a fun show. So now <laughs> him being in Canada, you being sure. in Massachusetts, correct? That's correct. Yeah. All right. How did you how did you work together? I mean, did you just kind of send ideas? He'd send something back. Give me a little bit of that process. So we've never met. We never FaceTimed. Um, wow. We never we never talked on the phone. All we did was Facebook Messenger back and forth for years. Wow. He, he, this could be a monkey with a typewriter for all you know. Then. <laughs> His art's too good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it, man. We just this messenger back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes some emails and stuff, but um, we had a Google, a Google Drive set up with all the reference photos and you know Excellent. the scripts and all sorts of stuff we had going on. But basically, when we wanted to talk, it was just through Messenger. But, you know, and it's amazing that you say it like that. That's how me and Kat's marriage is. <laughs> yeah, text we, messages. We and, do everything through Google Drive. Oh, Google Drive, text messages, email, you name it. So, right. so all this work and you have this gigantic book. It's so big. Was So you went from 24 pages to what now? Um, I think the main story is like a hundred, 160 something pages maybe. <laughs> and then, um, I think there's another, there's a, well, there's a backup story about my buddy Dave Gordon. And then there's right. a bunch of, um, I'm not going to call them filler pages because it's stuff I wanted to put out there, you know? Right. right. Um, well, it's all integral like the, to the story. Right. The, all these quotes I've been, um, hoarding for, for years. And then at this, um, there's a sermon in there that from 1973, that I found when we cleaned out somebody's house one time. And, uh, is that the urgent message it, about long hair and rock music? Yes. And the dangers of long hair and rock music. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, actually so just I sitting here looking at that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I didn't write that. That's just a, I just, that's a found object, you know? Yes. And then there's like another hundred and something pages of pinups. Altogether, the book is, um, 310 pages. Interior pages, yeah. Jeez Louise, man. I don't know. It's an awesome book. I mean, I, I just... Oh, man, thank you. I have to commend everything about it. The colors are amazing. The artwork is phenomenal. I have not had a chance to read it, the whole thing yet, but I, I do plan on doing that. But Cool. I, I, and I have to say... I'm going to steal the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love heard, I heard the shirt. I heard that on the last podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He keeps telling me I can't have it. He even wore it last night or Tuesday night to tease me with it. And I was like, that is not funny. I'm I trying to shrink shirt. it down because she's got bigger boobs than me. <laughs> and I, if I shrink it down enough, she won't be able to wear it. Oh, I will. I still will wear it. But yeah, I plan so, on ordering me one of those t-shirts. It's a great shirt for sure. Um, uh, the kid who did it for me is from russia wow um and his instagram is just like gone 
And what? he won't reply to any emails. I can't get a hold of this guy. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. That, there's a weird... <laughs> During p- this time <laughs> right now, the situation the world's in, that's very scary. Well, I know. I, I, I'd like him to reply to me for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's really funny. Uh, uh, I can't... I can never say his name. And we talked like about Kishan. him. Well, it, uh, there's an artist who did... Oh. Um, a comic book series for Dark Horse, and it's okay. about like America, but it's in the future, and there's these robots, and everybody's kind of gone back to like an indigenous type thing. His, I think his okay. first name is Artem something or other. Oh, um, yeah, he's he's Russian. That starts with the last name's like with a T. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't I couldn't come up with it offhand, but yes, and I he, know who. He's gone. I was following him. I, I love his stuff. And like on uh, Twitter, all of a sudden it's like, whoosh, he's gone. Really? Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Now you got all the dogs. Now I got the dog. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe there, I hope there's not something like, like a culling of artists over there or something. Oh, oh, right. Geez, right. That's scary. He's, he's, he's kind of, uh, um, I'm not going to say a big name, but you know, I, I knew who you were talking about right away. So. Yeah. I think the, the series was called protector. Yes. Yep. Very good series. Cool. Oh. All right. So um, <laughs> now let me get into a little bit back of this. So you have these two characters. And of course, uh, well, I, well, I guess we can say who like one is basically uh, I can't even think of his name now, but like in Marvel comics, he's uh, the son yeah, of he's Satan. A, he's like, yeah, he's like a parody of Son of Satan. Yeah, yeah. This and is then the grand, the grandson of Satan. So I'm really taking it one step further. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And then you have Manfred Mann, who, who, you know, not only is just Manfred Mann and the and the uh, I can't even think of the rest of the name of the band, but he's <laughs> Manfred Mann, yeah. And but he's Machine Man. Sure. Right. So I mean, so you have this stuff. Did you? I mean, were these just two that you just decided to hit, or or why did you decide to use them as characters? Well, I thought the um, using the idea of the grandson of Satan kind of ties into the whole storyline, right? Um, that I had in mind with all the death and murder, and but um, Manfred, uh, the Man Machine, he, I just needed a buddy for for Sam. Okay. And, uh, I was, I've always been a big fan of what, like one of my very favorite comics is, um, the Jack Kirby 2001 series where machine man makes his first appearance. I mean, I had this, this one, I forget if it's issue nine, eight or nine, maybe where, um, when I was a kid, that's the only issue I had. So like there was no context for, like he wakes up without his face and he's going crazy. Where's my face? I just, it just blew my mind as a kid. <laughs> so this he's always been kind of a, a favorite character of okay. mine. Okay. All right. So and, I and figure I take a little a spin and make a you know an analog version of him. Sure, nice. sure. So uh, so when you have this tales to enlighten though, uh, you know, and you do have very real uh, like Buddhist and and and. Uh, I guess, well, anything of the Eastern philosophy in that, of course, would mix with the Christianity with Satan and, and stuff like that. But I mean, are you, do you consider yourself someone that's like a spiritual, I'm not saying like a, you know, like a Christian or anything like that, but like spiritual enough to be like, you know, this is like a journey that, you know, people need to see, or were you just like, I'm just going to tear into everything. I feel like this is a journey I should be on that I'm not. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. My girl, 
my my girl teaches Tai Chi, yoga. Uh, she's a vegetarian. Like she's great, but I'm not keeping up my end by uh, <laughs> <you got laughs> joining in. You know, yeah, like so, a steak. You got to have a steak grinder every once in a while. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> but I listen to um, this Buddhist podcast all the time. It's usually, usually on my ride to work to try to like calm me down a little. Okay, but it's—I I don't know if it's so much spiritual as um, there's definitely some good ideas there for sure. I mean, right. I respect Buddhism, whereas I don't respect Christianity or gotcha. et cetera. Yeah, yeah. understandable. So I, I have a quick question now. Have you always been sure. into like comics and stuff? I mean, were you big into comics as a kid or? Oh yeah. Know? Oh, okay. definitely. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've, I've heard the stories from Chris as well and everything that he liked and followed and stuff. So, um, and did you know that you always wanted to do something like this or, you know, when no. did you know that you wanted to do something like this? So I didn't know until 2017 that gotcha. I wanted to, I was, but, you know, at the time, it was just going to be a, a small project, mm-hmm. um, a, quote, affordable project, right. you know, with only 20-something pages. And then just shit went crazy. I know. And I, um, I live with a self-published artist. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So and now, um, I've blown, now I've blown my whole life savings on a comic book. So there well, you go. I, I mean, it's doing good. And. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I love it, and we're going to continue to promote it. And we just yeah. we had to have you on the show because I mean, awesome! Oh Thank my God, you. Chris has been just the day he got the package. My God, you would have thought it was Christmas. Yeah. And he's running around. And he's, he's like, "Honey, look at this book." I mean, I'm actually working. <laughs> I am in my home office working, and he comes busting into my office. He's like, "Honey, look at this book!" And, and I have to say, it was it is phenomenal. But I guess one of my other questions is like, you know, like letting our audience know, like, who are some of your influences, whether it be writers or artists? I mean, who are some of your biggest influences? Oh, man. Um, so my, you know, as a kid, it was always um, the Jack Kirby book. Um, but I mean, in the 80s. Uh, it was all all about Frank Miller and the uh, Dark Knight okay. stuff. Oh yeah, and I'm, then I'm familiar and, names. <laughs> and then um, today, I've kind of distanced myself so much from the usual corporate comic fair mm. that comes out every week. It's just it's just boring as hell to me right now. Yeah. yeah. So my in, my influences now are people I see on Instagram like Chris, who do their own thing, yep. you know, march to their own beat. It's yep. like the answer to no one, yep. you know. That's right. Which is what I try to do with this book, he you know. He answers to um, me, Matt. He answers to me. <laughs> Artis- art- artistically answers to no one. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, and it's just like when we did this book, I was like, let's, you know, I'm not going to lie and say I hope, you know, I don't care if people like it. Of course I care. Right. But. I still was of the mind, like, this is what I want to do and fucking hell, let's, let's yep. do it, you yep. know? And that's why this book is, that's why it took me a year after James finished the pages to put this book together the way I wanted, yeah. like right. meticulous detail, 
Yeah. I mean, I found a couple of typos in here after I've read this thing 10,000 times yep. and it was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'll fix that in the next print, you know, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sure I, I am sure there's going to be another print of this. I mean, uh, uh, well, all right, we'll go into some little comics talking away. Um, the, the boys at the kayfabe, Mm-hmm. have got me interested in this stuff. Have you sent them this yet? Yeah, I sent this a couple of weeks ago to them. I'm, so I'm hoping that they, you know, do a, one of those mailbag episodes that yeah. have been missing for so long. Because I'm going to tell um, you, as soon as it hits that. Yeah, it's going to blow up even more. It's going to go Well, crazy. we'll see. We'll see. The guys at 11 o'clock comics were gaga for it. So. Oh, yeah. I, I listened they to went, it before I went to bed the other night. They went crazy. I mean, it was... I mean, I'm so thankful that they like it, but it was really overwhelming with the um, how much they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. I mean, and and I'm going to say because I like I started following you probably in like 2018. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I there's this weird anticipation. To where you were like, yeah, it's coming out next year. I mean, and, and these are like <laughs> and the little then the things next on year. There. Yeah, and then yeah. 2019 came, oh, coming out <laughs> next year. But you know, the worst part was, is that you had the hook set. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care if this doesn't come out for another 10 years. The the, the enjoyment I got of seeing all the other, I mean, I'm going to just call it like the marketing just to make it easier. Yeah. But I mean, sure. all that marketing, it was like, you could make that a book and I would <laughs> still have bought it. Right. Well, I think, you know, I mean, I really... I really did put some work into trying to promote it. And I think that's why um, a couple of factors, you know, I really put a lot of work into trying to promote it before the Kickstarter went off. Right. And then I've also got a hundred pinup artists who, you know, some of which would, you know, kind of plug it for me when we, when we got there, you know, yeah, I wish a few more had, but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm trying to make up for it now, baby. I'm trying to make up. No, for it I'm now. not. I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. All right. Good. <laughs> I was hoping he was. Darn it. <laughs> no. Now, uh, with comics, uh, there's also quotes from music, and you have the DJ mm-hmm. mixtapes. How important is music to you on all this? I mean, did, was that helping you along as you went along? What are some of the things that you listened to or? Because I know it's got to be big. I mean, I've watched video videos of you on a roof with a boombox playing music. <laughs> so I mean, is that, video, is that video still up? I don't know, but I remember seeing I'm it. I'm gonna find it. I remember yeah, seeing so it. So early on, when everybody was putting videos of everything on YouTube, we started a series of videos called um, the Caveman Chronicles, and that was that was me with my um, digital camera at the time because my phone wouldn't do it, making little videos and just nonsense. Yeah. And I thought I had, I thought most of that had been taken down, but <laughs> that that was either my my buddy Dan or my buddy Jobo that was yeah probably dancing to Earth Wind and Fire or something on yeah. the roof if I remember yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, music is definitely important to me. You know, I did. Um, I've been doing these mixtapes, so I haven't done one with the, I did one new one in 10 years. So I've, I've been pretty preoccupied with this book the last few, but I always want, you know, when I'm, when I make these mixtapes, it's like, 
I don't know. I I want to make it, and yet it's just so much work for me. Um, <laughs> I, it's just not. It's not as enjoyable as I want it to be. But then when I'm done with it, I'm like, wow, there's I've made something, you know? Yeah. Because my mixes are uh, funk, soul, uh, jazz, uh-huh. hip hop, reggae, yeah. uh, EDM music, like all in the same hour with, and I layer it with. Um, like spoken word bits from movies right. or documentaries or, you know, so it's like a whole little uh, audio collage or something, maybe you'd call it. But um, yeah, I feel like each one is sort of like its own quote work of art or something. Yeah, uh, I, not, well, in a, not in a, pretent- not in a pretentious way, but no, as in, well, you know, I'm going to tell it's you. Not, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to say it's, um, it's not just me that two turntables playing songs for an hour. You know, I, I put a lot of effort into yeah. it, whether it sounds like it or not, I guess. Well, I'm going to tell you this, it, this must be a Northern thing. Cause I haven't really heard like I, we live in, in North Carolina <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, uh, but during the, what the late eighties, very early nineties when I was still up in New York, me and a friend of mine used to make mixtapes and I mean, mm-hmm. we would put I stuff used to make mixtapes, but I mean, we would put stuff on there where like you'd have, um, there was a famous call in, in music where you'd have uh Batman go Robin to the Batmobile. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And so, Atomic batteries to power. Yeah. And we would put that <laughs> at the beginning of songs or I had one song where, uh, uh, it was a Mr. Bungle song called love is a fist. Mm-hmm. And right in the middle, they have some kind of weird thing that Mr. Bungle did, but we edited in the part from The Shining where Jack Torrance is, you know, chasing uh, what's her name up the stairs, and he's like, "I'm not going to hurt you, Shelley Winters." Yeah, no, not <laughs> no, Shelley not Winters. Shelley Winters. Um, Shelley Duvall. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm just going to bash your brains in." And I mean, and we we would edit that into the song. So I mean, right. like, we would play these songs at like parties and stuff, and people are like, "What is this?" <laughs> So you've always right, been right. weird. Yeah, we, yeah, I've always been weird. <laughs> but no, I think, you know, talking about music and stuff, I know a lot of times when uh, Chris gets in the groove and he's in his studio, it's funny because he'll have like the TV going with either like a documentary or a podcast, but then he's also got music playing on the Mac and I'm thinking, and, and he's drawing, and I'm like, how is he even concentrating yeah. on anything? Because I can hear a podcast or a documentary <laughs> going, and I hear music, but yet he's drawing. Right. And sometimes he gets so intense with the drawing that I don't, I don't even know if he can hear the stuff going on in the background. So I don't know if it's just like a background noise thing to to kind of drown everything out to help you focus or. Or what? But it's it's interesting that that you guys are, you know, that into music and, oh, and God, you're yeah. both artists in your own way. Yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, like the astronaut, um, that first issue, the the really weird one that doesn't really make any sense. That was like a a, a stream of consciousness mm-hmm. type thing. That's awesome. And I was listening to a band called. Uh, you've probably heard, you've had to have heard of him. Uh, Chinese man. I don't know that. No. Oh, oh my God. Um, think like you, you know, the gorillas mm-hmm. think about the, if the gorillas like actually grew up into adults, that would be Chinese okay. man. It's the same kind of thing. They take, um, 
uh, quote. They have like spoken word stuff from Alejandro Jodorowsky. Okay. And then they put that in with uh, like, you know, like old 20s type music, but then they put hip hop uh, beats behind it. Oh, I have to check this out. And then they have rappers. It's they're called Chinese Man, and yes, uh, the album I, like I listened them. to was called Shikanza, which is all about mm-hmm. space and science fiction. And I think somehow uh, I had some kind of mental break when I was listening to it, and that's where I drew okay. the first issue of the Astronaut. It was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one. I have one more question for you. On the back cover, it says, "What secret power does this book possess?" Sure. Now, I don't want you to give anything away, but I want to know what the secret power is. <laughs> You'll have to read it to get the message. Okay. There you go. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. It's a lot of sexuality. Is it? Yes. Uh-oh. I hope. <laughs> All right. Now, this is where, in the time of the show, I have a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I, I f- he wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are famous for just posting uh, panels from comic books. I don't know if famous is, is the right term, but that I do. that is something I do sometimes. Matt, you're famous to me for doing that because that's how <laughs> okay. I find stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of panels, uh, I'll use the word titillated me to the point where I was like, I'm going to find that book. So Matt's the one costing me all this money. Yes. Matt cost, (laughs) Matt cost you $20 on this. Uh Oh, I just kidding. I bought the first volume of prison school. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if I love it or it's the most bizarre, uh, weirdly sexual thing I've ever seen, but that's actually the next book that I got, I got a uh, bought from seeing panels from you and also actually one of your pinup artists too. But uh, where, where do you find this stuff? Because I mean, my manga goes from Junji Ito to um, going a guy and I have an Atomo. I mean, those are like my major three. There's a couple other ones I buy stuff like that. Sure. Where, where, where do you find the stuff? Um, so basically as far as manga goes, I have that kind of stuff too. But then as for, for newer stuff, I just look in the, um, the previews catalog every month. Uh And, um, if it's not like some crazy something for 12 year old girls, it looks like it has an edge and, and, you know, you can see a panel through the artwork or you can follow up and look it up online or something. And then, you know, I, I would, I would do something like that. Yeah. Okay. Prison school was definitely uh weird. I, I got a few volumes and I was like, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, there's was... like, I think there's like 13 or 14 <laughs> volumes or something. It's something. I think there's a spinoff and, oh, Jesus. but I, yeah, I, I bought like maybe the first three all at once. And then I was like, I probably should have just bought one and that would have, that would have been good. Well, the worst part is, is like the panels that you were showing because this, this comic book loves like up the skirt and panty shots. Okay. Yeah. Which it would, (laughs) Hey, I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. But I mean, it's just one of those things that like now that I bought the first one and they're just getting into the story, I was like, damn, I should have bought maybe number three. It does. It does go on for a while. I think. I think there really is like a dozen, uh, and they're and they're big. They're big books. Yes, yeah. they are. 
Yeah, but, it's um, a brick. Yeah, it's 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 just a crazy, you know, a crazy book to you know to to distract to make like a diversion. The one kid shits his pants or something. It's like <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's just it's just one of those ones. And and you know the worst thing is is that it's like this is where like. 10 year old kids are like, Oh, have you bought the new prison school yet? And you're like, what? I know I, actually, I actually heard about it on, um, uh, the pre the diamond previews. They have like a, like an ongoing, I don't know, like a five minute video every day or every oh, week or they, or they used to. And it, it was one of the host recommendations. Like, wow. You know, he said it was like weird. So I was like, Oh, okay. It's weird. But then it was like, really like, I, I'm, I'm surprised it got translated. Like, it's just, but I guess it's because the art's pretty, you know. I don't, I don't know. It was, you know, it's not that. I mean, a lot of that Japanese stuff can be very wild. So. Yes, yeah, very much. And because I like a lot of Japanese movies, especially oh. Japanese mm-hmm. horror movies, and those are so much more like crazier than Americans can even think. There are people like, oh, Saw was so crazy. I was like, dude, if you haven't seen like, uh, you know, how like any Takashi Miyake movies. They, they don't compare to, you know, Saw doesn't compare to that at all. Not at all. Right. Now, the other one that I picked up, and this was like a little bit of a, a, a group of people kind of, say, kind of saying it, but I picked up Shintaro Kago's Super Dimensional Love Gun. That's a wild book, yeah. It is a wild book. And you've got Shintaro in your book, right? Yeah, I have. Uh, I got two pinups from him. I ran one this volume, and I'll run one in the next volume. How? I mean, did you just write him a letter? <laughs> I mean, what the? So, if you follow him, I don't. I haven't seen it in a while, but for a while there, he was doing um, like portraits. You'd send him your photo and seventy five bucks. I think it was cheap, and I was like, I don't want my. I actually did get my portrait done. I have that somewhere else. Oh, that's but, awesome. Um, but I was like, Hey, I'm doing this comic, you know? And, and there was like a real long delay before he answered. Like, I feel like he was using Google translate or whatever, you know, right. because it came back. There was a lot of miscommunication or whatever, but you know, it's not as detailed as something you'd see in one of his books. Right. Because I think he just bangs these portrait ones out, but for the money and, and to get a uh, Shitaro Kago, uh, a piece in your book. I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah. I mean, right? I, I got this thing, and, I mean, it, it was one of the, I, like I said, I love Junji Ito, and he's kind of close to that in a way. Right. And, uh, but then when I got to wear the uh, the weird uh, pubic uh, pubic area threads coming out of everything, I was like, wow, man, this is, yeah. I've, I've got some heat going on in this book. Oh, yeah, wow. he's he's pretty twisted. Yes, which, yeah, well, that. Yes, yes. He's oh, cat's pointing at your book right now, <laughs> too. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not meaning that it's twisted. It's, it's really oh, it good. <laughs> but that's the thing. So I know I, you know, I, I listened to the other podcast you were on, and one of the people that you tried to get was Tim Vigil. Yeah, and he, as cat knows, uh, actually, she had to be my mouth one day. I've, uh, yes, I've met and talked to Tim Vigil. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I chickened out. <laughs> I, I oh, could, come I, on, Chris. <laughs> now, and I'm going to give you the background because we actually talked about this on a, on a way earlier episode. Um, Tim, Chris has always been a huge fan of Tim Vigil. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, we met him. We've actually met him a couple of times yeah. now. 
and you're able to talk to him yes, now. I but am the very first time that we met him, we're standing there and I'm just kind of, you know, making idle chit chat or whatever. And I look over at Chris and he's like frozen. I was, and I'm looking at him like, is he going to say anything or <laughs> what's happening here? You know? So I just kind of reached over and I'm like, are you okay? And I just <laughs> shook him a little bit. And I just kept talking to Tim, you know, and, and I looked at him, I'm like, honey, say something. Because I was just like, this is bombing really badly at this moment. And then, you know, Chris was finally able to say thank you or something because Tim was like, man, this is really good work. You do really good work. I mean, and I think Tim Vigil looking at Chris's artwork and telling him how good it was just kind of sent Chris into shock. Oh, my God. To where he couldn't talk. And so I think the only thing he actually said the first time he ever met Tim Vigil was, thank you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I had a great Classic. conversation with him. But yeah, since then, Chris but has since, been able to talk well, to it, him. And that's the funny thing. When I was just drawing the astronaut, the first one. Yep. And I was kind of peddling it. Heroes came about. Yes. And I just decided to bring some pages with me. I had um, the guy who does the goon. Um, Eric Powell. Eric Powell. I had him look at my stuff because I do every like I color and Copic right on the the page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, that's really good." But you know, you know, you got to check and see how the printer does on that. You know, and things like that. And then I went by Tim Vigil's t- table, and uh, he was he was you know he had the pages, and I think I had maybe like the first ten pages of it drawn. Mm-hmm. And he's flipping through it, and he's looking at it, and he goes, "This really excites me." Mm-hmm. And that's I was, awesome and i was like wow and he goes and he, he gets a pen and i thought he was maybe going to draw something or whatever and he gives him he rips off this little piece of paper and he gave me his email address and he goes you know hey get in touch with me if you want to you know collaborate you collaborate on this and i really do nice uh I, and i never did now i was just gonna say <laughs> let me cast me by all the stuff i've learned about you in the first hour here you never reached out and and made this happen right i did not right and I've... are you learning are you learning any lessons <laughs> i am well because of your book matt i am becoming <laughs> enlightened and i'm learning that you don't get out of this life alive now so i tried to email tim vigil um and he told me yeah he'd be down for doing it um, and he was going to San Diego Comic Con that year. Okay. I just must have been 2018 or 19 or maybe probably 18, 2018. And then I didn't hear from him, so I followed up, and I didn't hear from him, so I followed up I get like six months later, or three or four months later. And then he was just like, Yeah, I'm, this doesn't interest me. I was like, uh, Okay. So oh, that was no. it. You know, I tried. I feel like these pinups, I give the artist. You know, you know, I, I just said, these are the characters. This is a paragraph of what yeah. the story's about. Yeah. Do whatever you want, you know? And so it's like, I wasn't, I don't feel like I was constricting him in any manner. No. Uh, he could have done anything. No. I mean, I was hoping for a real wild piece. You're right. Yeah. And I mean, th- that could have delivered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Oh, but uh, did, you saw, you obviously watched the Tim Vigil interview on Kayfabe. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, probably yeah. now, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I that's those shoot interviews that they do. That's those are the most interesting episodes to me. You know, very much. I think so. those guys are cool. You know, I think those guys are cool. But the stuff that's been going on the last year with just the read along episodes, 
this is not for me. So yeah. I, you know, at one point I'd seen every episode and then I just fell off, but I'm glad to see that they're coming back with interviews. Yeah. And, I, um, yeah. just watch you know, the Jeff Darrow one. Oh man. He's great. <sighs> is that the one where the book thing was spinning? No. Oh. Uh, well that, yeah, I don't, I'm going to ask you about that in a second. If you saw, um, uh, Brian Boland, not, yeah, Brian Boland's yeah. interview. Yeah. Did you watch the, the book spinner behind him turning? No, I didn't. It was freaking me the hell that. out. If you go back through <laughs> and you kind of fast forward it, it's spinning yeah. on its own. Spinning on its own. Yes. Really? I had yeah. to leave the living room. Yeah, Chris was like, please come watch this. Is that thing oh, You got turning? a lot of hang-ups, Chris. <laughs> I do, man. It's bad. <laughs> I'm messed up. That's why. That's why all my stuff is always messed up. It doesn't. If stuff doesn't make sense, you're like, oh, that's when his brain had a weird hiccup, or he may have changed to a. He's listening to, you know, Run the Jewels instead of Chinese Man right now. Oh my god! So how long ago did issue four of the Astronaut come out? Oh, two years. Two years at this point. Yeah, I feel because I bought all four of them together. Yeah, so. Mm It's um, time for issue five. Yeah, there's, there's been no issue five or anything else in between, right? No. And, and I'm going to give him grief, Matt, because he constantly bitches about artists he follows not getting their books out on time. And so oh, it is time now for issue five. To, Have to you been drawing it? Is it written? I, I'm going to tell you something. I've been trying to. And mm-hmm. I think I shared like uh, on Instagram, I took like one of the pages and I cut it up. Because uh, it just wasn't working for me, mm-hmm. but in the in this time of COVID, yeah, um, I really get charged, and and I'm going to tell you something. You're helping me in a way that you don't, you may not know, but I I kind of recharge off of other creative people, mm-hmm. like minded people, like minded people, and so okay. having a whole year, I haven't been to one convention. I haven't talked to like anybody. I mean, I have, I have friends and family that are like, you get out there and draw and stuff, but it's like every, the, 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 the batteries kind of dried out. And I mean, I find myself, I'm just sitting playing video games. Right. Because it's like, it's it's an easy hole to fall into, you know, it is. You sit and watch, you could watch Netflix all day if you, you know, you wanted to. Exactly. And it's, it's bad. But I mean, once, you know, I was I, I was hoping that heroes. I have a heroes table, mm-hmm. all set, paid for. Yeah, but they. This is year two that it's now been. They've kicked it back, and now we're going right. into next year. And those things I love, and I mean, when I get there and I start smelling everything and talking to people, all of a sudden that battery just goes boop yeah. right back up. You know back what I'm saying? Green. I feel like Heroes Con is the epitome of the kind of stuff that we're into, you yes. know? Yeah. And I've I, never been, I was thinking about getting a table two years ago when I thought this book was going to come out two years ago. Right. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't do it. And I guess there hasn't been one since, right? No, no, no it's, it's still right. been on hold. Yeah. 2020s was canceled. 2021 this year has now been canceled yeah. and it's now been pushed to 2022. Yeah. Because right. every year right. we get a notification that we can either keep the table that we've already bought and paid for, or we can get a refund. No, there's no just, refund. Oh, they're not doing refunds. No. Oh, okay. They're just saying you get the table. And that's why I say, Matt, you should make a trip down to North Carolina. I'd be, I would be a <laughs> proud person to sit at a table with you. Yeah. Man, these books are so heavy. I can't lug <laughs> these around. It's, you know, each book, 
I, you know, because I've been doing all this postage, uh, weighing my own books and stuff. It, each book is two pounds. It's yeah. like, Oh yeah. Definitely. And like how, how many pounds of books do I need to bring with me? Well, I'm going to tell you, like I said, if you, if it gets on the kayfabe mailbag, Mm-hmm. And they're planning on going out on convention circuit. They were saying something that they're done. They're ready to go back out. Yeah. I mean, man, it it would you'd sell like hot potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's and that that's the other thing. I try. I I even sent like a little message to to Andrew one time because I think he was going to have a hero's table, and he was like, "No, I don't think I'm going to do it this year." And I was like, "Dude, I got a table. Just come." Uh, you know, I, I sit right next to you, sit next to me and draw. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm just going to fan out about him for a second because I am a huge fan of him. Yeah. Same here. Same here. He knows it, too, because I message him all the time. Yeah. I'm and- like, I, <laughs> I, I bought every book he's made. You know, I've done I've gotten plenty of commissions. I got, I think, maybe three commissions. I think two of them are in this book and I have another one saved for the next one. I mean, I love this kid's work. I love it. Yeah. And but what really got me was those single panel drawings with like a little sentence underneath them. Right. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, he's, you know, he's trying to sell the comic books in those. I mean, I, I, I've wanted to get them, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I get screwy in the head on stuff, but I was like, if he released a book of that, I would buy it in a second because there it's all yeah. these like weird little, like just sentences from life. Like, like his sketchbook, right? That was when he was doing the, the drawings. I think they were in a sketchbook or something. Yeah. yeah. Is that I mean, right? Yeah. You see like a picture of like a lady's leg with like a, a pantyhose on it and maybe like a hand with a cigarette. And it would say at the bottom, like he, you know, he loved me like no other or something like that. And it would just be like this little blurb. And I mean, yeah. those that's what got me. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. I think the dude's fantastic. And yes. I, I know... I tell him all the time and here I am saying it again. I mean, <laughs> come on. So, all right. So now we'll, uh, we'll wrap up with the new yeah. Testament. Yeah. First, before we talk nope. a, a few minutes about the new Testament, um, tell everybody and tell all of our, all of our listeners how they get tales to enlighten. Where do they need um, to go? So, talk about your websites and all that for yeah. us right quick. Sure, sure. Um, so the Kickstarter is over, obviously. Right. Um, and now I'm selling them in my Etsy store, which is Etsy.com slash shop slash King Megatrip. Okay. And uh, the book the book is there. Um, I, I mean, I added international. I was only going to sell them in the States because the international shipping is just it's bonkers. It is. But, Been there, done that. Um, but it's just like people... If, I mean, they're spending more on postage than they are on the book. It's just, it's sad, you know, but yeah. there's yeah. nothing I can do about it, you know? Right. right. So on one of the Facebook pages, some kid organized um, a group of them. So they ordered six books and, you know, I'm going to send them, I, I shipped them to one kid and he's going to distribute them to everyone else in the oh, UK, awesome. I guess. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. pretty cool. That's, you know, that's it, awesome. So instead of costing $42 or $41 shipping to England, it only costs 140 or something, you know, so they saved a few dollars. Right. I don't know. I think it was, a, you know, yeah, something like that. But, you know, it breaks down that it was cheaper, but you know, it's like shipping to Australia is like $57. It's like, <laughs> 
you know, it's like, how, how can you, and, and I said this the other night on the other podcast, but it's never going to get better. You know, prices no. never go down on shit. No, it's no. only going to, you know, it's so I don't know. Anyway. So yeah, Etsy.com slash shop slash King mega trip. You can get the book there. Awesome. Um, other websites, I'm just on Instagram. I got two accounts. I got my uh, King Megatrip 23, which, like you noted, I usually post panels from comics when I'm, you know, have time. Right. And um, and then I have the Tales to Enlighten um, page too, right. where I try to keep, you know, grinding that out. Yeah. Awesome. Um, awesome. And then I have uh, my mixtape page, which is. I'm going to look right here on my ad what it says because I never remember. I've got it right here. Megatrip-power-hour.fireside.fm. That's right. Yeah. So those are there. And then if you go back one more page, I have a whole line of uh, T-shirts that you can find at Public. Um, yep. It's all Tales to Enlighten, kind of occult kind of images and stuff. So. Yeah. Nice. That's that's pretty much what I that covers what I'm doing, I guess. Awesome. All right. So, so before we wrap up, give us a little The New Testament. Yeah, that's going on. Peak. So the New Testament has I actually have a list of creators here. Um I'm not gonna read them all to you because <laughs> I mean there's actually right now I believe it stands at there's twenty three stories and there's twenty two artists. I I always say this, my buddy Tony Sidani. Is right. doing two stories for me, so um, I put him in the newsletter. A little little um, work in progress picture in the in the newsletter. Gotcha. Uh, somebody hit him up right away and was like, "Dude, I love your stuff," and like made some orders for you know. It's like it's really great. I mean, I hope everybody gets some work out of this. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I got uh, some really cool people. I got, like you said, I got Shaky Kane. He did a p- ten page story. Um, and a little side note, um, I sent shaky Kane a book. He seemed to dig it. Good. Nice. And, um, actually in the Kickstarter, David Hine backed it. So I wrote him a little love letter too, when I sent his book. So oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was the writer of bulletproof coffin. So yeah, to, to have those guys like have the book, you know, it's oh. really cool. But, um, I don't know, probably some of these people you follow on Instagram too. I mean, Andrew Buck did a nine page story for awesome. me. This is when he was still doing color. So, I mean, it's several years old now, but Dang. it's still, I mean, it's a, it's a radical psychedelic barbarian story. It's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I have, uh, do, do you know Johan Peterson? He does the, the comic Bill Nash. He's in Denmark. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he did a, he did a, um, kind of a secret origin story with Jesus and some, uh, He's got some forty-five caliber pistols. Excellent. Nice. Uh, my buddy Marcus Cripps, he did a, uh, he's doing a wrestling story where we have um, the Coke Knight fighting the King of the Seamen. So, <laughs> yeah, honey, wrestling wait until, story. Wait until you see that part of the story. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I got look- this guy, I got this guy on Facebook that I found, um, his name, he goes by Tengu Guru. It's like this, wicked intricate kind of manga it's just like these full page double page spreads i just gave him the idea where um so our main character and not our main character but one of our characters in the book wears that kind of illuminati pyramid helmet yeah 
And I said, okay, over the ages, plenty of people have worn this helmet. Can you just chronicle people getting it, getting killed, coming back to life? And he's been drawing. I don't know. I asked him for four pages, but I feel like I've seen on Instagram like eight. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) But there's just. He fills in every little space with lines. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, follow him like on Instagram if you can. It's like T E N G U Guru or something. Tengu right. Guru. Yeah, he's cool. Um, I got the guy. I've never said this name out loud, but it's. I want to say like Ragne Mayas. Do you know him? Mm-mm. He did. He did that book Damlog back in the eighties or early late eighties, early nineties. I don't know. I'd have to check. Yeah. Damn log. He's got, he's like this, um, he's got like this crazy mohawk. <laughs> no, not ringing, not ringing a bell. No. He's the, he's so awesome. He's, uh, he's in Norway and yeah. he hasn't done comics in years and years and years. But, um, I got, I got his contact info, info from, um, do you know the guys that do Dino Beast? The Coates brothers, yes, James Coates and John Coates. Yeah. So James gave me had a um, had Ragne do a commission for him, and then he knew I was looking for him and hit me up and gave me his contact info. Oh, man. Now that you know, Ragne's doing an eleven page story, and he's just like the nicest guy. I sent him a, I sent him one of the volume ones. You know, he's like, oh, let me pay for it. I'm like, absolutely not, man. You know. <laughs> So I sent him a book and um, he just hit me. I guess he just got it today. I just got an email. He's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So I'm Aww. really excited to have him involved. See, that's I mean, great. I don't think I've seen any comics from him in 20 years anyway. But Jeez. Boy, wow. that, that's and then uh, uh, I'll give you a couple more names while I'm here. Um, this kid uh, from Slova- Slovakia, this kid Eniac, E-N-I-A-C. Okay. He's got this, he did uh, seven pages for me. I mean, it's going to, this book is going to be just as big as the first one. It's yeah. going to be huge. Nice. So, and, and it's very, you know. And, and I, I know that the people, I mean, just seeing, I, I watched the very, cre- I put it, I wanted to watch your video from the Kickstarter, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to log into Kickstarter. So I thought I'd, I'll check it out on YouTube. The only Tales to Enlighten video is this weird, and I'm not, Make passing judgments on the person, but it's a very creepy unboxing unbo- video. <laughs> so that just went up the other day. That yeah. that guy follows me on Instagram, and I love it. So so he has been so supportive. I mean, <laughs> but the way he, he did he a cut- pin up, he's, he's got a pin up in the digital uh, the digi- the digital edition too. I mean, that's the one that flashes on the screen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Because at first I was like, this guy's cutting this box open like a body. It was, it was freaking me out, <laughs> Oh my god! but I loved I, it. I loved it. He's got, I feel like he's got like four Instagram accounts. So it's like, <laughs> he keeps, so I'm not sure which one he's using. He's like, all of a sudden it's like two comments from like two different accounts, but they're both him. I'm like, so, I mean, he's, he seems great. You know, I don't know if he's a serial killer in real life or not, but I was hey. happy to send him a book and stay on his good side for sure. There that's right, man. There that's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, he, he told he told me he was going to do an unboxing video, and that's not what I was expecting. No, it was it was hella cool. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, but I'm just at first. I'm just watching it. And I'm like, he's cut, you know, he's cutting it open very slowly and and very precise with it. And I mean, yes, you don't want to cut open the book. I, no. I get that. Right. But after a while, I was just sitting there. I was like, 
This is getting a little open weird. it. <laughs> yeah, open it. On, just pull it open. Yeah. Right. You're, suddenly you're screaming at the TV like you're watching a football game. Oh man, or something. it's horrible. I gotta check out that video. <laughs> but uh, Matt, thank you so much for coming on to Baron's House of Chaos. Oh yeah. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. This has been fun. We gotta do this again. We gotta talk. We gotta talk comics. I've got piles yeah. of comics that we can talk about. Oh yeah, y'all could talk comics for a whole <laughs> however long you and music. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, I'd be down for that. You'd let me know. You got it, man. That sounds good. So well, hang on the line. Yeah, We're hang gonna... on the line. We're going to do our closing and everything like that, and we'll talk to you when we get off the air. All right, cool. Sound good? All right. Awesome. Sure. Tight. All right. What a great show having Matt on. The book Tales to Enlighten yes. is phenomenal. I lo- Listen to this thing. This thing is a big <laughs> it's, it's a, book. The, the, you know, we were talking about prison school being a brick. Yeah, that's a cinder block. This is a cinder block. It's great. <laughs> I love it. But uh, I love it. Um, the story, what I have been able to read, the artwork, it's it's all it's gorgeous. It's a, it's a complete package. It is, and so and like I said, I waited, I waited, and waited, but mm-hmm. and it was it paid off. It yeah. was a huge payoff. I had a cigarette after I got it. <laughs> all right. On that note, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for joining us. We love our listeners. Uh, keep those emails coming. Baron's House of Chaos at gmail.com. We love your feedback. Uh, we've got some things in the work for October coming up. Yes. We're going to be hitting you up for some guests. Spooky and, month. Ooh, Cat's favorite month of the year. So, everybody, have a great week. Had to do that. <laughs> You're such an ass sometimes. Everybody, have a great week. Work hard, play harder. Take care of yourselves. Get your vaccines. We love you. Yeah, everybody, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. I'm Kat. I'm Chris. We out. Bye-bye.